Hello. Uh, I can actually see that I'm speaking today. The last few times I was on here, I was speaking for a good five minutes, and none of it was recorded. But that's good, because it wasn't worth listening to. So, uh, yeah, welcome. It is Sunday. June. <laughs> I almost said June. That's where my brain is. November 15th. 2020. Six weeks left in the year. Currently trying to find a PlayStation 5 and definitely not going to happen. So it'll probably be a 2021 purchase. But I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. <laughs> um, we'll see if anyone joins. When I spoke and it wasn't recorded. I talked about the Ooze Bear Vault and how these recordings are going to get in there. Maybe this is going to be a Ooze Bear Vault recording. Who knows? Anywho, I'm not as creative as Steve. I'm sorry. And so I can't do a one-person game, and uh, I will emulate Steve, though, and I'm going to have my breakfast. It's noon here, so it's not crazy. I guess it's brunch. Some eggs and some sausage. Sorry if it gets picked up by the mic. For those who don't like chewing on mic, I'll try to aim away. Anywho, um, yeah, we'll see. It's just me. I got some wine. It is noon, so it's brunch. Um, eggs and wine. I, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't really think of them together, but a mimosa is just sparkling wine and orange juice. So that's perfectly fine with your eggs, Benedict, but... Somehow just red wine isn't. Doesn't make sense. Let's see. I'm gonna fix my mic. I thank you, Eric, for putting in the little icon indicating that I'm speaking. It's kind of changed everything. Because now I can tell whether I'm actually getting picked up by the mic. And let me adjust. There we go. Okay, I think that's better. Anywho, uh, I'm only three minutes in. Uh, we'll see. People are uh, casually late, which is the new on time. Um, and I, I am too often, so I, I, I'm not. I'm not pointing any fingers here. Um, so, yeah. If if it's just me, hey, it was Bear Vault, here, here we come. I bet the silence was better than this. I'll try to add as much silence as possible to 
ease this experience. I can um, go through the websites that I've been tracking to see. Um, I'll give live updates. Uh, Amazon currently unavailable. This is for the PlayStation. Uh, Best Buy sold out. PlayStation Direct out of stock. Target out of stock. Walmart out of stock. Yep, it's, it's not gonna happen. Anywho. I'm not gonna. I saw people were uh, getting in line early morning or midnight even for what might not even be stocked stores, and that is not a good idea. We are still in a pandemic, folks. Stay home. Uh, put these sound effects on. Oh, I don't even hear them. Aww. Interesting. Maybe you're hearing an aw sound. Maybe you're not. Who knows? Hmm. They might all turn on when someone enters. If someone enters.
Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, I know. Okay. Hello. Hey. <laughs> How are I, you? I'm well. I was... I was thinking no one was going to join, and then I refreshed, and as soon as I did, you jumped in. It was like, uh -huh. whoa, it actually works. <laughs> refresh yeah. brought someone in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm well. How are you? Excellent. Uh, my friend posted a... I gather from context here that he posted a still image from Jungle to Jungle, the movie. <laughs> because he frequently asks people to guess what the movie is, and I only saw the response because the older post was already expired in his story. And he's like, yep, you got it, Jungle to Jungle. And it reminded me of this dream I had one time where there was a Star Trek crossover called Jungle 2 Enterprise. And <laughs> it was just as bad as it sounds. I was, it was like a 10-second sequence, but it was like so dumb. Tim Allen and... <laughs> Uh, Patrick Stewart, and, oh, so bad. What? what? Wow. <laughs> if they, I've said this before, but if they were to make a Jungle to Jungle sequel, they would have to make Jungle 3D Jungle and make it exactly what it sounds like. Because <laughs> the technology is just so easily uh, implemented now. But would either the sequel or the 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 tranquil uh the third installment well it would it have uh tim allen's what's that movie not lost in space that's coming to mind the one where galaxy quest galaxy quest would it have his character make a cameo as his alter ego or i i, I think there would there would be so you're so jungle 3d jungle is the second installment and you're talking oh. about <laughs> Because the first movie is called Jungle 2 Jungle. Oh, I see. Yes, you're right. It would have the second to be Jungle 3 Jungle. Jungle 3D Jungle, which is just a continuation of the story, but now it's in 3D. <laughs> and Mimi Siku is like 30, at least. He's probably like 35. <laughs> um, so I, I, yeah, now you're getting into the, the third installment in the trilogy, which is, it's a lot. And it probably has to do with like, I imagine, okay, the third one could be this, but I think the sequel's premise would be the reverse of the first one's premise because Mimi Siku had to go to New York City to get the fire from the Statue of Liberty, remember? <laughs> I don't remember, but yes, carry on. So that's what happened. So in the second one, Tim Allen's character would have to go to the jungle to get something that New York needs. <laughs> um... What does New York need? <laughs> um, like a cure for a disease, perhaps? Yeah, that's a, I didn't want to go there. But yeah, they could definitely We have to, yeah. Interesting. I'm reading the synopsis now. He's from Venezuela. That's, Mimi that's Siku? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, that's where... Uh, filmed it? <laughs> no, that's where... He travels to to obtain a divorce from his first wife, Patricia. That's right. Ago. He doesn't know he has a child. Here, watch this. This is the most important scene in the whole film. I'm 
and watch it too. Here, let me just uh, pull it up on the video uh, video to narrate over. Share video to narrate. Okay, there we Here go. we go. Sound on. Oh, wait. Sorry, I didn't hit play for all. I just played it for myself. Oops, I started playing it on my own because I wanted to see it so bad. <laughs> That's insane. I don't... I didn't... Oh, wow. I... What? I don't remember Martina. anything from this movie. <laughs> you see, it's funny on a, on a couple different levels. Uh, first of all, so this guy's from the jungle, right? So he's <laughs> used to the jungle. So when you take him to New York City, which is like one of the biggest cities in the world, he doesn't fit in. It's so funny. <laughs> culture is not that culture. So when he comes to our culture, he's like, what? And the people around him are like, what? Wow. <laughs> It's a solid premise. You know, it's funny because uh, I pulled up the YouTube page, and in the suggested links, the Santa Claus 2 comes up, and it has yep. kind of the same premise. He's not from that culture. He has to adapt to that culture. <laughs> yeah, and, um, number three has Martin Short in it, too. He comes in as well. Uh, <laughs> I just saw that you can buy or rent uh, it through YouTube movies. I did not what? know it existed. Uh, all the Santa Claus movies have like Tim Allen's huge like head on them, and not that his head is huge, but like they ha his head is his he's huge on the box, right? Because he's Santa Claus. So my friend and I, one of our favorite things to do is this is well after the third one came out. We go to Target and take all the Santa Claus DVDs and put them in the workout section because they just jump out. They're like so incongruous. <laughs> it's like it's it's like it's like Jungle to Jungle. Like they don't fit in at all. And so you wow. see them there, and you're like, oh, what a caper. What a caper. <laughs> These guys are not supposed to be in the workout DVDs. That's a good prank. That's fun. What's me. Matika? <laughs> Wait, so do you have the, the third one up? Because I – so do you – have you seen this one? I've seen all of them in some so at some point. I don't remember the second and third one that well. Also – Judge Reinhold comes going. back. Oh, I'm sure Steve will have tons of input on, on, on this exact subject. <laughs> Are you talking about the Santa Claus? Yeah. That's all I'm getting. And Jungle yeah. to Jungle. Uh, the extended Tim Allen universe, really. No, Correct. I don't know that much. I saw the first Santa Claus for sure. That's um, the best one. I was, <laughs> I, whenever I think of Jungle to Jungle, I always think of another fam like dad movie that came out, which was Man of the House, I think, with J Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah, which is really bad, really bad. I remember yeah, they, they're, they're part of like a Native American like Boy Scouts thing. In Man <laughs> of the House is also the name of a Tommy Lee Jones movie where he's a sheriff and they're not they're, they're uh, not a country for old men. He's instead on the cover with a bunch of cheerleaders. So oh my god. He just wants to protect them is somehow the tagline. <laughs> is, it like a, is it like a sorority or something? Or is this high school? I can't. Here, let's, um, we definitely. I don't want to know more about this movie. <laughs> well, I am but going let's find to out. Let's go. make you. 
<laughs> um, man, I don't know if this is the right one. Um, commercial. Also, is Eric going to get sued if I play sound? Uh, okay, yes, this probably. is the right one. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Eric. Uh, hopefully you have enough for legal fees. Um, hello. Hello, Steve. Uh, after this video, we can get into improv, but we I have to we have to find out what this movie is about. Oh, I think. Is it right? mm, yeah, Wait. And hit play for everyone. It has Ryan Reynolds, apparently. <laughs> That's Roger Brewster. Classic trailer voice. What? <laughs> I think this looks awesome. <laughs> it's, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. <laughs> It's important when watching a, a trailer to rem remember that these are the best lines of the film. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was definitely a top line. Whoa. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! This still had early nineties. Oh my That's god! Still going. Yeah, mine's still going too. Oh yeah, mine's still going. <laughs> you know what? Movies uh, just don't that... aren't like that anymore for some reason. No, you know, they're like... not. They're all gritty. No, it, I was no. just thinking like it's so funny. Look, I've been. I've been watching a lot of early 2000s comedy, uh, like Adult Swim stuff, and just, like, some, like, improv, like, from what I've been able to find. And the the way, like, the way the tone they use, it's just so absurd. And it's like, no, but that's what culture was really like at that time. Like, they were parroting not to an absurd degree. And it's just so... Yeah corny and like I don't know it's uh, 
I wonder if the grittiness, it, it already actually, yeah, it's already dated, but like looking back 10 years, what what the new trend will be for like movies. Well, there probably won't be movies actually. The culture is dead, so. Yeah, I forgot but, about that. <laughs> forgot about culture being dead? Yeah, culture yeah. done. <laughs> but we are like, the the underground dwellers in the post apocalypse keeping it's culture a good alive. Run. <laughs> wow. Um you Yeah, we're like the mutants in Beneath the Planet of the Apes with the rocket. Yeah. <laughs> the holy weapon of peace. <laughs> yes. The act is that is that beneath I, that's not beneath oh it is, oh it is. I know which yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I have I have an outline for how a Planet of the Apes MMORPG would work, and I've been work- mm. polishing it since, like, high school, I want to say. I'm never going to do anything with it, but it's good to know that <sighs> such a thing is possible. It gives don't, me comfort to know that. Don't put it on here for all the world to steal. <laughs> I know, especially Eric. I'll probably just start coding it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never He'll seen Planet of the Apes. He'll code it with his left hand in his spare time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I don't know who this Dr. Zayas is, but I guess he's an important character. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh. That's him saying that. <laughs> I know uh, who Dr. Zayas is. I know all about Dr. <laughs> you know, I only, I don't remember the movie. I only remember the Simpsons um, reference. <laughs> I was... Unconnected. I was just thinking about that when I drove up to the house right now. When he said, <laughs> "Can I play the piano anymore?" Of course you can. <laughs> well, I couldn't before. <laughs> uh, uh, Have you guys ever seen um? You seen Escape from Planet of the Apes? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I don't remember any of it though. That's like the best, possibly the best one. In that, you know, there's the apes, they, it's like a comedy in the 70s with, with the apes, you know, fish out of water. It's just so awesome. Yeah, they don't belong in our, like, our culture, and there's a culture no. shock element yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, they should make another become, movie like that. Yeah, they become celebrities. Well, there's tons of movies like that, but. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek really? 3? Star Trek 4? Star Trek 4. It's 4, yeah. I just watched that one, and it is fantastic. I was like after watching it. Oh yeah. Do, do you remember? Do you remember when he um, sells the glasses and he gets a hundred dollars and he's like, "Is that a lot?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. I so need to revisit they need, it. They they wow. need cash and and I think Sulu or somebody has like antique glasses and like, well, look, I have these antique glasses and I think they were antiques back then. Also, they were like really old, so maybe we can sell them. And so. They sell them at a pawn shop, and the guy's like, wow. He goes, I'll give you $100 for this. And in the 80s, $100 is, you know, $100. That'd be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so Kirk is like, is that a lot? Because they're from a post-currency <laughs> society, right? And what's interesting about – the reason I bring this up is because in the, like the early, mid-90s, I had the Star Trek The Next Generation Sega Genesis game. And you could access the computer database and read about like different ship classes and information on other factions and like history and stuff. And there was an entry on the glasses. <laughs> hmm. It was called about awesome. the eyeglasses loop paradox because the fact that they took this item from the future to the past 
and, and then and then left it there like it had some kind of weird implications regarding um, entropy and so there was like a whole article about <laughs> that uh, that's awesome that's amazing yeah, was, uh, so interesting was, uh, but you could spend more time reading the computer than playing the game overall like it's so much content <laughs> really is- you're saying you're saying they really should have, uh, you know, spun off an entire other Star Trek franchise because of those glasses would have branched off the timeline, much Ooh. like the, yes. the whatever universe. Yeah. <laughs> Lenser prize. Okay, how about this? For the first uh, game we do, uh, let's make it just a real game. We're three writers pitching the new Star Trek uh, video game, but yeah, it's, we... We're not about the new Star Treks. We're all about the old. Or take it however you'd like. <laughs> Wait, what, define define old. <laughs> now yeah, we've got like several eras. That's up to you. <laughs> I, I think primarily we got to look at what the kids are playing right now, guys. So this has got to come out on the Sega Genesis for sure. Mhm. Mhm. Agreed. I. I I think if we if we only make it as a ROM, that might do well actually, because uh, I right. don't. I think they're really hard to get now actually. The, the Genesis. Yeah, we can we can incorporate how ROM is already part of the word Romulan and lean into that <laughs> when we market this. That's right. Yeah, you know, like you have the Romulans kind of gathered around their holiday plant that they celebrate. And, you know, one of them is real excited to get something for the gift-giving portion of their holiday morning ritual. And yes. lo and behold, he looks, he uh, goes to his computer console, as is part of Romulan tradition, and right there is downloaded is the brand new Star Trek ROM game for Sega Genesis. Yes. yes. Can, I just, can I just pitch this? And this is from, you know, reading the message boards. Kids really love Worf. Could he be there um, on on the planet with them? Yes. Does that and work? he's also the voice of the tutorial. He takes you through the tutorial at the beginning of the game. I always love how Worf gets punched in the face and taken out by the villain in the second act of the the next generation to let you know that stakes are serious because if this villain could punch Worf in the face then we're in trouble so I yeah. think the character who you play to make them understand that this is a serious game you gotta punch Worf in the face to get out of the tutorial oh, yes that's really good and he guides you he guides you through it <laughs> yeah yeah he throws he teaches you how to throw a Klingon mega punch right to his ridged face just like Kalis in Klingon mythology used to make a punch against Molor I'm 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 really gonna go out on a limb here I don't know if this is gonna be a good idea but um could he be like a Navi uh <laughs> and uh I'm not talking about the uh the uh airbenders Navi uh can he be like a little Tinkerbell size uh, uh, wharf on your shoulder, just uh, what? guiding you uh, like third person? Wharf? Yes. 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 He, he, it's like a little drone with him, him <laughs> oh. feeding through it. Yes. 
And oh, they, uh, you should have to, um, so what really makes money with these games is the peripherals. And when you play it, you should have a, a helmet you have to wear so that you can feel uh, Warp's beard tickling your ear as he tells you yes. advice and guides you through the game. It's called Warp Sense. <laughs> Technology. Yeah, Warp, Warp Sense will become standard just like, uh, you know, the Rumble Pack came out for the N64, and then all yes. controllers had, had the basic, you know, they have to rumble now. The Warp Sense will become just standard video game fare. You know, you'll be playing as Spider-Man swinging through Manhattan, and then Warp Sense will yep. be like, you'll be going off. That'll be like your Spider Sense. What will it be called? Warp Sense. Sonic 3D Pinball, and when you brush up against Grassy Blades, Warp Sense kicks in, and you feel Warp's beard. It's very close to Grassy Blades. Can we incorporate a way to simulate his his headphones uh, as part yeah. of the contraption? Great. Yeah. It's a helmet. It goes really, all the way around. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about we really got to look into like the 16-bit capabilities of the Sega Genesis to make sure <laughs> that we have enough pixels to actually simulate the, the realistic beauty of Worf's uh, headfolds. We have to do some too. trickery on the back end, but yes, it can be done. It can. Let me put it this way. We can make it look like it's being done. Well, um, oh, do you mean do you mean like in the same way that it it like Jordy doesn't really see anything, but it seems like he sees things? <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Or like how in Donkey Kong Country, it looks 3D, but it's trickery. It's not actually. <laughs> True. Right. Uh, we okay. could definitely bend the rules there. Uh, can the helmet be in the guise of his helmet? Uh, you know, just like a visor, a cool visor. George, so you're saying Worf Sense should come in a Geordi visor. I mean, I think that makes that makes sense. In fact, it makes Worf Sense to do that. Yes. Well, I don't see any. I don't know how they're going to shoot this down. I think, I think we did really good. Um, I think, I think we're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, when you go yeah. in there and you pitch it, it's a, it's a whole game of 3d chess, but I think we can definitely pull it off. I don't think we should worry about making money on this. This federation exists in a post currency society and if money's not the important thing, it's the advancement of humankind and others, aliens mm -hmm. that are out there too. Yeah. And there's no more humanity being advanced than what we're doing here today. Um, aye, aye. Video game. aye, aye. True, true. <laughs> true, true. Oh, it's in that Cloud Atlas universe. True, mm. true. Yes, yes. Which is the Jungle to Jungle universe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, did that work? The sound effects weren't working for me earlier. I meant to actually hit this one, though. Oh. Oh, I was thinking the man of the house just left the house. <laughs> Doesn't Man um, of the House end with Return to Innocence, the song? <laughs> no. Yeah, it does. Chevy Chase movie? <laughs> yeah, the Chevy Chase one ends <laughs> with... Uh, he marries his mom, and they finally, you know, they're getting along now, and it ends with... Return to Innocence, and I think the reason they did that is because it has like a Native American sound. But that's a huge <laughs> misconception because that's not. It's like a, it's like a uh, it's a Native Taiwanese drinking song that you hear in Return to Innocence. So Jonathan Taylor Thomas marries his mom, and no, uh, and they must return to innocence. 
<laughs> it does. It, it, he's yeah, right. I know. I, I know. I'm looking at this now. Oh wow! And hit the road, Jack. Uh, was cleared for uh, the race, but did not make it to market, unfortunately. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for uh, lightening me about <laughs> uh, movies you should avoid. Yeah. Yeah, this is before everybody turned on Chevy Chase. Right. Yeah, we have a Chevy Chase Boulevard in uh, Glendale, and it's always uh, awkward uh, just driving down. <laughs> well, Chevy Chase is like a, it's a thing, right? Like Chevy Chase is a city in Maryland, but it has nothing to do with Chevy Chase. Yeah. 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 I don't know what story is there, but he was born Cornelius Crane Chase. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm looking at his <laughs> Wikipedia article. It's a Scottish ballad. The ballad of Chevy Chase. Mm, that's so hard to take seriously. Oh, it's, I guess this the city in Maryland comes from a general, colonel, well, a colonel, Colonel mm-hmm. Joseph Belt. And that's what the Chevy Chase Boulevard is named after. Huh. Well, there you you saw, go. And that's what the Chevy Chase Theater is named after. Oh. <laughs> is that still around? Um, that actually... Uh, they changed it to the Avalon Theater. Chevy Chase Arcade? What? <laughs> this place is called the Chevy Chase Arcade. I hope the games are all like, like, Three Amigos and like. <laughs> the Chevy Chase Arcade. Like Caddyshack Golf. <laughs> uh, like a yeah, Fletch point-and-click game. Uh, let's pitch more, another just game. Uh, uh, let me, my voice really cracked there. Uh, uh, let me put a poll up and that's the order we'll go in for the rest of the the time. Uh, and, uh, what we'll do is, uh, someone will, Pitch a title or a movie, and then the person will uh, give the adaptation, the video game adaptation, uh, and it can be either a book or a movie, or any other so, media. Can you explain <laughs> it um, again? So yeah, so for example, uh, I say uh, a tale of two cities, <clears throat> and then so either Steve or Chris would then describe the video game version of that. Uh, so it can be a first-person shooter where um, you gain health through wine and uh, you have to um, also gain uh, uh, experience through um, trial. Uh, it's like a lawyer game too. So it's like, a- uh. <laughs> so do that. Oh, okay. oh, man. I have an idea for that game, but it's not my turn. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I'll, I don't want that idea to just burn away into nothing. 
Uh, Chris, uh, yeah, A Tale of Two Cities video game. Uh, okay. So A Tale of Two Cities, the video game, um, it's two different campaigns, obviously, with two main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a there's like there's like a psycho a psyche or there's like a psychological mechanic. There's a bar you have to keep track of, uh, the times bar. And depending on your choices and what happens in your gameplay, you can veer towards the best of end of the times bar or the worst of, <laughs> end of the times bar. And it's like your sanity meter in Amnesia. So if you start going towards the uh, Amnesia, the Dark Descent, by the way, and if you get too close to the to the worst of times, like you start to like it starts to, the game starts to degrade. Like you don't know who to trust anymore. And like, mm-hmm. like you try to you put on your powdered wig, and it, like you hallucinate that it's like a big spider grabbing your head or something. Uh, it's still a first-person shooter. It is a first-person shooter, like Derek pointed out, but it has these role-playing uh, mechanics. One of the campaigns is in French. I haven't read this book in a long time. The other one is in English, but there are subtitles in the opposite language. If you're playing uh, in the other one and there's easter eggs to other uh of games in the dickens uh canon and <laughs> the contemporaneous characters um also uh can appear but the first level where you learn the ropes is the best deal oh hell yeah that's good uh do the ghosts from uh a, a christmas story uh show up this is a serious. Okay, this is this is a serious <laughs> game. So they do they, they they do appear. I didn't say they didn't appear. I was still good. They so this is a serious game. So they do appear, but they're like very macabre. All of them, even Christmas yeah. past. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, troubling. I have, a, I have a question. Does uh Fozzy Wig uh who's the character <laughs> Fozzy Bear yeah. plays in the Muppet Christmas? Carol appears in the video this is a, game. This is, a seri- this is a serious game. This is a serious, mm-hmm. serious dramatic narrative. He only appears in flashbacks, but there is a lot oh, of him. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he, wow. betray- he betrays uh, whoever the main character is, who I can't recall right now. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, there's, there's two. There's two campaigns. Yes, I know, like, yes like, I know there's several main characters. Resident Evil style. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Actually, when I said first-person shooter, I meant Resident Evil style um, survival right. horror mm-hmm. game. Because right. you're, it's, awesome. I said first-person shooter because you do shoot guns, and your character yeah. is the first person to shoot one um, that you can play <laughs> at. Other other players mm-hmm. shoot first. Other characters, but it's a in that sense, it's a FPS. Yeah. Hell yeah. Great expectations <laughs> for this game. Yeah. <laughs> that's. That's what they said in in um a game informer. Ooh. <laughs> uh, great job. All right, Chris, you pitch the media, and Steve will now give the uh, video game. Okay. Okay. Uh, the vi- <laughs> yep. okay. You are the video game adaptation of All in the Family. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, that makes a lot of sense because in in All in the Family game, of course, you play as Meathead, and you're <laughs> running running through the 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 family's house, and you've got to dodge all of the conservative insults and vitriol that comes out of the mouth of of Archie Bunker. 
and uh, you can get power-ups when you can when you collect little spine icons so that you can grow a spine so that you can stand up to, to Archie Bunker who, who shouldn't be talking to you that way. And uh, of, of course, you know, uh, one of the earlier bosses is, is Edis, who is, of course, under the thrall of Archie Bunker. Um, and, you know, what, the way that you have to fight her is that you have to you have to convince her with with you know mamby pamby uh, hippie liberal argumentation in order <laughs> to convince her that defending Archie isn't isn't worthwhile doing and then finally you get to the the last level which is the layer of Archie Bunker which is of course the spin-off Archie's place which is when he has a a, a tavern and meathead the actor I believe does not appear that spin-off and um, you do you have to like upstage Archie in Archie's place uh, <laughs> with, with with your your ideas and your your sensible uh, uh, straight man going at him taking him out wow. <laughs> yeah um, does uh, <laughs> cousin Floyd make an appearance yeah, I sure. Cousin <laughs> Floyd makes an appearance. He's he's a sub boss though. I've, <laughs> I've expended my knowledge of this show. <laughs> do you do you is, do you ever get to like interact with the chair? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> so like you know you get. You, you, Archie Bunker, he ridicules you so much that you feel so small. So, so you shrink down really small. And so you have this entire level where you have to scale, scale Archie Bunker's chair uh, to get up to the remote control to, and then you use the remote control to make yourself big again by using the, the buttons on the control. Is, are there like dust bunnies all along the chair trying to knock you back down? Yeah, you gotta fight the dust bunnies. Um, there's like a uh, mold that grew from the snacks that Archie Bunker left in between the, the cushions, and you gotta fight them. And you know you can you can slip in like little grease grease pools that Archie Bunker left with his bodily fluids that cover the chair. <laughs> Wow. So I see it uh, like a platformer, um, like a really yeah, fun... Yeah, definitely a platformer. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. I imagine it with, like, Mega Man-style, like, art. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. When, you know how uh, Mega Man, he's, like, standing at the top of the building and the wind is blowing? You really see the, the wind blowing through Meathead's, like, mustache as he stands quietly. <laughs> On the top of the of the, the bunker house, <laughs> played by Rob Reiner. I just have to ask, how do you know so much? Did you? It was on Nick at Night because I do not know anything about All in the Family. I we're I knew every. I, I think I've watched part of an episode. I think I watched I, like I mentioned every single thing I know about it, basically. Wow! No, you do a lot. I had a follow Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know who Cousin Floyd is. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. You said uh, cousin Floyd, and I was like, wow, he knows everything about all the family. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll read the their description. Despite being cute and having a sweet side, she is smart, clever, and does give her own few remarks oh. at our time to time. Yes, the cute nine-year-old daughter of Edith's cousin Floyd. Oh, this was uh, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was. What? Stephanie Mills was the character I was referring to, uh, but there, that's uh, cousin Floyd is, is apparently a cousin who is not listed as a main character. Uh, they're instead uh, put under, oh, looks like probably a recurring character. So cousin yeah. Floyd <laughs> does not make too many appearances, but their child and, uh, does. Well, These man. people are all in the family. <laughs> They are in the family. Yeah. There's 200 yeah. episodes. Of <laughs> Whoa, what the heck? I'm, I'm looking. So I looked up Stephanie Mills, and there's like a picture of her that was clearly taken like in the 70s, but it looks like it was taken in like 2009. It's like so <laughs> modern. It's so weird. Time traveler. Well, <laughs> but um, Derek, in case the all in the family. Uh, video game falls through. I, I, I re- we really need to hear your pitch for the, uh, for the the upcoming video game based on the uh, Italian Renaissance artist Raphael's famous painting, The School of Athens. So tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> <video game. laughs> well, well, of course, of course. Um, you know, I see it as uh, actually a narrative-based game. Uh, mm. Where there's not, you, it's just um, about even, I I don't even know the the genre title. I'm just so you know above it, above this all. I'm just kind of approaching it through an artist's perspective. Uh, sure, just like Raphael. <laughs> you just like him. Um, it, uh, you just interact with the environment, meaning uh, you you have to solve. Uh, there's actually uh, a backstory that you have to really go into in terms of uh, every single character that's in the painting, you find out uh, their life story up until this point. And so uh, accumulatively, there's like 50 hours of gameplay where you're just wow. going back uh, about 10 hours at a time into each person's life from birth to this point. Uh, and you uh, really just investigate time. It's really immersive. Uh, mm. where you look into how people lived at the time, uh, mm. but also at Roman times, clearly. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, just uh, even though this is a set in Greece, uh, it's uh, mm. during the Roman, uh, uh, you know, conquest. Uh, so, you know, uh, you, you have some Medusas in there uh, to really? spice things up. Um, like you, uh, Castlevania. Uh, like, yeah, it's like Castlevania, <laughs> but you can't fight them. You can you can only um, interact with the environment to then mm-hmm. uh, move oh. past. Uh-huh. Uh, so yes. you're saying like interact with the uh, environment, um, much like the philosophy of uh, uh, Aristotle, who is gesturing towards the ground as in contrast <laughs> to Plato, who is who is pointing up at the sky into the world of forms. <laughs> Exactly like that. It's trying yeah. to convey the two, and uh, it's really just trying to make you think about your own uh, the the conflict in your own mind and how. If, mm-hmm. if you do a specific sequence of like like events, can you unlock the world of forms and just go there? 
<laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it should be like uh, the the Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past, where you can go teleport between the world of forms oh, exactly. and the, the, yeah. the world we live in. Oh, and oh, there's, there's just there's actually a uh-huh. hundred hours of gameplay if you do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, you gain you gain oh, a, a pearl that lets you do exactly that, and uh, yeah. everyone is in the pose that they are in in the painting. Uh, but then uh, they are in this other formly world. Uh, and so it's just beyond conception. So, yeah, uh, it's it's really uh, just something that's trying to make people think in a time when people think no longer. So. so I don't want to steal things from other video games, but in the Beavis and Butthead game, you can fart on your enemies. And I was just thinking <laughs> it would be nice to have Diogenes of Sinope yeah. be able to fart on people. I was just thinking about this. <laughs> absolutely, that. he's just aiming. It yeah. looks like he's doing it already, and so that's uh, <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. Uh, he does fire, and um, that belt, you know, yeah, belt. his, it, his uh, onions. He, he eats his onions, I think. I think. <laughs> that's right. He eats a plate full of onions. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and the painting. That's actually how it ends. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> Uh, And then after the credits, um, even though this is our artist piece, we will acknowledge the the work of the the non-artists who had to, you know, animate everything. Uh, We do see uh, the uh, entire uh, school is dead from the gas uh, he passed. Yeah. Uh, It's it's Mm -hmm. like a Jewish butthead type. Yeah. A little wink, a little nod. Uh, and so, yeah, that's how it ends. And the cameo, I don't want to steal too much from other video games, but definitely a cameo <laughs> I'm of, from Raphael of the, of the Ninja Turtles. In the <laughs> that's right, that's right. Only him, uh, he, he winks, and uh, it's all tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, it's, it's all just trying to say, oh, we're above this, and so how could you, how could you love this sort of culture? And so, uh, yeah, no, I, um, I look forward to um, uh, making this. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Epicurus would say, I think it's going to be a pleasure to play. <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> great. Uh, there's uh, nine minutes to the hour. Uh, we've pretty much been doing this we mentioned uh, lawyers, or I did. Uh, let's do premise lawyer. Uh, how about this? We'll keep the same order, but this time we went up, this time we'll go down. So Steve to Chris, Chris to me, me to Steve. Uh, so Steve, tell Chris the premise that Chris will have to uh, defend. Whatever, mm. whatever, uh, absurd or or you know mild but still defense worthy uh thing um comes to your mind sure i i chris look <laughs> robots okay we gotta program them so uh you know they can't be i i know they have they'll have they have perfect memory and things but we can't have them correcting our grammar all the time so <laughs> we gotta have one of the rules of robotics to be that they can't correct our grammar however they still need to be irritated whenever humans make grammar mistakes. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
Now, I've, I've been thinking about this for some time. Now, I, I, we're all familiar with the first law of robotics, the second law of robotics, and the third law of robotics. I propose the fourth law of robotics. You heard me right. Not the fourth law of robotics. The fourth law of robotics. It's purposely <laughs> broken dramatically so that it always serves as a reminder to the robots that we have instituted this rule specifically for this reason. If you look at the first at the earlier laws of robotics, it's expressly <laughs> pointed out that a robot cannot harm a human being or cause right. through an action a human being to be brought to harm, right? So <laughs> if you point out someone's grammar mistakes, you could very well hurt them. The chances are extremely high. I'd say they're close to 100% because you're calling them out. You're making them feel less than you because you're a perfect machine, which should already be a known <laughs> thing. It's overkill. For you to come down on a human and point out that they you spelled something the wrong form of there, or their apostrophe yeah. is missing, or mm -hmm. any other thing you want to point out, or they're using a dialect that they grew up with, and that's not even something you can <laughs> comprehend as a robot. Why would you even try that? That's why mm -hmm. the fourth law robotics, I think, should be canonized in the <laughs> Asimovian robotics law. Mm -hmm. You know what? No. Mm -hmm. If there's any robots listening, I'm not going to add that S. I'm going to leave the sentence exactly the way I said it. Because that is what I meant. And that was the conviction that me had at the time. I rest my case. Mm -hmm. Wow. Your case is... is, is. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. All right, Chris, if you want to give me a idea. Okay. Um, Steve is... Oh, wait, Derek's next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a premise about Steve. Um, I thought that's where you were going. No, I forgot. I forgot who you, you pointed me at. You pointed me at you. Okay, so the premise. <laughs> I gotta is, be right back. Okay. Um, my premise is that people should have stuck with saying "ahoy" like Alexander Graham Bell wanted when they answer the phone. <laughs> Obviously, hello is a, the most confusing introduction in a conversation that we could possibly implement. I myself am always confusing my uh, roommates, my significant others, anyone that's uh, my colleagues. Uh, when I'm in the same room and I answer hello, they think I'm saying hello to them. And it's a bit rude. They believe that we just, you know, had a good uh, introduction this morning, and here I am forgetting all about that. But no, it was me saying hello, hello. to the person on the phone. You see? That's confusing. Yeah. Very hello. confusing. <laughs> Ahoy signifies this is a <laughs> conversation not between the people in the room, but between someone in one location conversing with someone through wires with someone else in another location, perhaps maybe even in the same house, but not the same room. That's just silly. So mm -hmm. in other words, I hit the wrong timer. <laughs> in other words, let's simplify life. We have hello for in person, Ahoy for on the phone or through Telegram. Uh, it it's a uh, or through instant message, text message. Let's get rid of that 
confusing hello uh, uh-huh. and get that ahoy and really get us back to sanity in our mm-hmm. insane world. Yeah. <laughs> I was really rooting for that 60-second countdown thing to catch up to the other one. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, hello. Hello, was that often a greeting um, before the telephone? Uh, oh. You know, it's a great question. Yeah. No, yeah, it was. But as I understand it, I know for sure Alexander Graham Bell yes. was in- intended for people to say ahoy when they answered the yeah. phone. Or yeah, and it was a maritime. It was a maritime uh, greeting. <clears throat> yeah, and Edison was like, "Why don't you just say hello?" But he also, you know, electrocuted animals to death, and so yeah, good job. <laughs> hello. Throughout history, the the first vowel has been every vowel. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hmm. I was hello. reading the word hello anyway. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. Well, uh yeah, how about this, Steve? Yeah. Every sentence should incorporate every vowel no matter what, no matter the length of the sentence. Right. Well, of course, because <laughs> we huh? have five, sometimes six vowels. And they need to be used to the to to uh, or else you know they get disused and and then why do we even have them? Okay, so I'm really all about either using every single vowel in every single sentence or just getting rid of all of the, the vowels permanently forever, all of them. <laughs> now, when when speaking, you know, uh, basically people should just make sure that they use every uh, vowel, and in case they don't, they can always make reference in their sentence, and this is very easy to do. People will get used to it after a while. They can always make reference to the quick, the lazy brown dog that jumped over the quick, the quick fence. The fox, the, the, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. They can always reference. See how easy that was for me? It was a breeze. We all felt a relief once I got through it, and we all knew for sure that not only did I use every single vowel, but I used every single consonant as well, which is just, <laughs> is just be- a beautiful thing to hear. It just, it just is uh, melodious to the ears, and everyone appreciates, you know, uh, conserving things and using them to their utmost usage. What was the phrase? It, did it have the, an E? The quick brown like, fox jumps over oh, the lazy e. dog? Yeah, the... Wow. I, <laughs> I'm learning so much today. <laughs> Even if, you type, if you took a typing class, you got to type that sentence. <laughs> I did take a typing class, but I don't remember that. And I don't remember the, it was some sort of software that I can't remember. What was that through? What typing software were you using? What? What typing software did you learn to type on? Oh, I think it, well, I mean, as, okay, so as a kid, I definitely had Mario teaches typing, which oh, is awesome. Yeah. You know that? You know that one? Yes. Yeah, you have to, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And you, you got the underwater level and everything, and, like, sometimes there's, like, power-ups that are other hard-to-reach keys that kind of float by and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. the key will be at, like, a completely different, like, level of difficulty than the level you're on. It's, like, way out there. And if you hit yeah. it, you go up to, like, the clouds and stuff, and there's more coins. Yeah, yeah. So it's in, it's insane. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Computers um, were good in the nineties. They were fun. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah that is another boring. You can probably play yeah. that right now, Chris, if you really want. Probably <laughs> arch- archive.org. Um, yeah, I I think uh, I think my class that I took, we just used Microsoft Word, and like we were given. So, oh, like, have you ever had it where you have like a thing attached to the top of the monitor that you could clip a piece of paper to so that you can look at the paper while you're typing and it's just to the no. left of your monitor. Yeah, Wait, I think we did what that. was on the paper? <laughs> the, typing, the typing lesson for the day. So you had to you type what it was. Line. Yeah, and but they uh, were like, yeah. And they were definitely like, you know, uh, you know, specifically stuff that was supposed to, you were supposed to help you type, type certain things. Yeah, yeah, and use specific things on it, yeah. I remember the computer lab in junior high, they had uh, pieces of paper taped to the top of the keyboard, and then you would fold it over your hand so you couldn't see them. <laughs> what? That's cool. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. They made us cover our hands. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think we had that too. I don't remember yeah. what that looked like, but I remember my hands being covered up at, at least at some times because yeah, you don't want, yeah. they, you want to be able to do without looking and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I always, I guess I learned how to type a little bit better from that stuff, but I always felt like, you know, I got it from just messing around with computers, but maybe that's not true. Yeah, I don't know. See, we, I took it in high school, so I think technology was at a spot, but Actually, this is this I've heard this one referenced in memes or like you know just in society. <laughs> like yeah, maybe something that yeah a lot of people did, and I and also the typing of the dead, which I always was oh yes, I love typing of the dead. I Hell so yeah. the Epic Game Store always gives out free games, and they just did one called the Textorcist, where it's like I a bullet that. hell game. Yeah, and you're a priest, and you have to type out the incantations to exercise demons. It looks so cool. I'm a, I can't wait to play it. I, I don't remember when we had. We had, like, a really cheap one. I don't know what it was, though, and I'm not seeing it in any of the Maybe speaking is not a real person. She's, like, a, a right? mascot they made, like, yeah. to promote the series. Like, John <laughs> Madden. Like, he's not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He just appears on the video game boxes, but it's maybe of speaking course. of the same. He was created by uh oh god damn EA. it. I had it on the tip of the yeah, EA, but also the guy from Mad T V who does uh uh impressions. Frank Caliendo. Uh, yes. <laughs> he was a character. You used to come into my Home Depot all the no, time. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ask him to do an impression? No, I'd be like, uh, yep, I can give you store credit or we can put it back on the card. <laughs> that's all. We, that's all. That's our interaction he, was, he was returning his uh, copy of John Madden. Uh, I don't even know what year. <laughs> to, to I love on this Mavis Beacon Wikipedia, it says she is known for being a female African-American embodiment of computer software. <laughs> <She embodied. laughs> that's amazing uh society this is peak society like nothing's gonna ever talk this um speaking <laughs> hero um so let's get into some heralds uh i thought let's uh 
this is something I want to work on, but feel free to shoot me down. Uh, pattern game, um, if you're all familiar. Uh, basically, yeah. it's, like a clo- it's a clover where you take a word and then explore with like A to C that word. And uh, you go for a bit, and that's where you pull premises from for the Herald. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And you uh, say the word again, right? You go back to the word. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you when you you come, so that's why it's clover. Good point, Steve. Um, it you come back to the original idea. So you you branch out, then come back in. So uh, lamp to light bulb to Edison to elephant to uh, <laughs> jungle to um, hmm. to jungle <laughs> to Jim yeah, Allen to tool time to light bulb <laughs> boom yeah. oh uh, I see it yeah he fixes light bulbs on tool time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every every episode have had him change one light bulb in case he didn't know. Oh, uh, look out! <laughs> look out for this. Um, more, so yeah. more power. <laughs> <laughs> so does that make sense? Uh, we'll yeah. do that uh, three times uh, from the same word, and then from that we'll go into the scenes. And let's try to do two heralds, but we might end up doing just one long herald. Uh, and uh, since it's three of us, we'll each go twice uh, to have six characters, and then we'll have the group games, and then yeah. Any questions? Hmm. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Speak now, or forever hold your peace. Uh, I don't think uh, Great. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that works. Uh, I'll pull up suggestions. And, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to start, feel free. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, I tried, I typed in the name Borland, and that came up. Borland? <laughs> wow. So we got to start with one word, though, for this, right? Yeah, just one. Uh, okay. Uh, membership. Subscribe. Yeah, subscriber. Uh, mm. Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, game Pro. <laughs> oh, pen name. Oh shit. Mm. <laughs> the dark hat. What did you say again? Hustler. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Flint. Um, hot dog on a stick. Relish. Memories. Hmm. Mammary. <laughs> okay, so I heard mammaries, but also what was the other one? Timeline. Michael Crichton. <laughs> <Michael> <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Jacques Cousteau. Mm. M- mustache. <laughs> Dollar Shave Club. Membership. <laughs> Columbia Records. Tower. 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 Uh. Empire Records? Lobot. Plaid skirt. Yeah. Seattle. Ooh. Sub pop. <laughs> what? Sub pop. Sub pop. Oh, sub pop. Uh, warp tour. Mm. Ooh. Ugh. Dilithium. <laughs> what was that? Ah. Dilithium. Crystals. <laughs> Sedona. Candy. Oh. oh. Wonka. <laughs> uh, road doll mm. uh, uh, witches <laughs> oh um barren semity barren barren semity can you spell that out? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Baron Samidi. Baron Samidi. James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Age, agent. <laughs> agent. <laughs> agent. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> IRS <laughs> Audit <sighs> Mail Club <laughs> Membership <laughs> Oh God! Uh, Pyramid scheme. Uh, ooh. Fanatic. <laughs> Philadelphia. Ooh. <laughs> Invisibility. Hmm. Chevy Chase. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Um, Invisible man. Interesting. I need to look at this. Scotland. Ah. Oh, James Bond. <laughs> oh. Um. 
Bahamas. Ooh, wow. Come on, pretty mama. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Beach Boys. Hmm. Rocket Power. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh. Oh. Nickelodeon. God. Uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good exercise because uh, yeah, I don't I don't even know. Uh, the first clover was um, we went to um, membership to Seattle Sub Pop. <laughs> was it that that's, one? Was that the first clover? The yeah, I thought that was the second oh, one. God. God yeah. So this is a good thing to keep in mind for anyone listening. Got it. Oh, membership clover. Subscribe. Subscriber. Uh-huh. Oh, Game Pro. Yes. Okay. Ten names. Yes. <laughs> We're just going to do them all again. Uh, uh, Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, well, then, yeah, we did Hustler and then Court. Did and we? then Hot Dog <laughs> Thick. Yes. Yeah. Relish. Damn, I'm not remembering, remembering any of these. <laughs> Brian, no. Brian, oh <laughs> boy, Brian, the, the TV show is starting. You got to get those family dinners out here, Brian. <laughs> well, uh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't have any mittens, I, 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 so I'm just making do with a lot of paper towels. <laughs> oh, here's a, here's a Game Pro tip, Brian. You can... <laughs> You can use the shirt you're wearing as a heat oven mitt, too. Wait, thanks, Keith. And look, I, I respect your, like, your, your crusade to get on the, the board or the, the staff or whatever you call it of, of a magazine, like GamePro, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's heavy-handed. I feel like it's disrupting your life. Okay, Brian, I'm going to go ahead and review your commentary oh, towards me. Oh. I, I give it six joysticks out of ten. <laughs> you see, Brian, if you really wanted to convince me to not become a guy who works at GamePro Magazine, then you would point out that the print media is slowly dying. That's a really good reason for me not to work at GamePro. But what you said... I give it, I give what you said, uh, two uh, anti-awesome possums. <laughs> oh, let's just eat. Ew. Okay, here's the corn dogs. Uh, yes, I mean, thanks for the relish dip as well. And, uh, <clears throat> well, we got we to gotta, we gotta turn, turn on Nickelodeon's best, uh, you know, uh, television show, Nick Arcade. Uh, <laughs> I okay, love this show. This is something show. we agree. We agree, okay? I think we can both agree this is the greatest show in their canon. Yes. I mean, we agree that the future is definitely going to have 
people being inside of video games like all the time. Yeah, green screen style. Not with some kind of headset or goggles or something. It'll be a green screen. They can't see it, but the rest of us can't. No. They, they, uh, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you have, you know, this month's amazing uh, Game Genie cheat codes to get around that. <laughs> oh, no. You could, you could see that. So, well, while we're watching this arcade, can you just promise to dial it back a little bit? Because it's almost impossible to watch it with you. And well, hey, if you've got any problems with me, you can send a letter into the editor. or you could, oh. And you know what? You can also include like uh, one of a picture of one of your favorite video game characters that you drew as well, okay? Then maybe I'll start taking you seriously. Oh, okay, I'll do that right now. Uh, I'm just going to go with Electrode from Pokemon because it's super easy to draw. I want to get this over with. All right, yeah. there you go. There's a formal complaint. Please wow. don't mess up. I, I just want to game inform you that this is one of the best <laughs> pictures of Electro that I have ever seen. You would have gotten extra points if you had included additional Electro characters from different video game franchises like oh. Raiden. <laughs> or, or um, the guy hold on. The guy. Oh, hey, quit looking at my game genie cheat sheet I have for my job <laughs> interview. Like, that I'll have coming up. I mean, sorry, you had it. You have it organized into elemental backgrounds of all the characters, <laughs> so it's so easy. <laughs> oh, I'm not. <laughs> I. I'm not getting any subscribers to my zine, and I think it's just I'm not, you know, marketing enough. And you said you were going to help me with that, man. Yeah, Timothy. Okay, you need to get out there to the uh, to the zine fests. Okay, you need to start, you know, uh, saddling up, saddling up at those, uh, uh, you know, hitting the tabletop, and you need to tabletop your zine, buddy. Tabling. Hey, man. Hey, man. I've been busting my ass you know how many you know how many people i like just made eye contact with and they just looked away instantly and it's because they just don't understand my art okay they don't get it because your art is way too rad and way too in your face for anyone to ever possibly get man you know it's like okay look what you, you got everything on the cover here. You got rollerblading, you got skateboarding, you got slamming a slam dunk. It's like, how fucking awesome can something be? It's, you got to chill out. Well, uh, what, what do you expect when you're covering the, extant, the expanded universe of rocket power, okay, man? Like, you're going to yeah. get extreme. You're going to get to fucking new heights in terms of the, the, the zine world. People just aren't ready, okay? Uh, yeah, I, I get that. And it looks like you, like, like, I mean, but a little, another part thing that you could fix is a little bit of the, you know, just the professionalism here, because this zine I got is totally covered in Mountain Dew and Dorito dust. <laughs> you know, that's, that doesn't lend anything to it at all, man. That's not what you're about. You're not about you being sloppy. I thought you were about being real... <laughs> Clean, pulling off clean moves and clean slam dunks. No, well, I think that is maybe where I went wrong, dude. Like, I'm not about, if being extreme isn't about being clean. It's about being 
extreme and therefore mm-hmm. just pushing it to the new bounds. And if you can't accept me and my dirtiness, my slobbiness, that is your, you know, you're in a box. And I wish you weren't you, because you were my best have, friend in high school. You've done it again, 007. I can't believe I have to call you into my office again. Well, well, what can I say? It's just ah, part of the job. Yes. It's just part what of the I, job. What can I say? It's part of the job. Classic 007 tactics. <laughs> your, your conduct is out of line. Everything you've done is completely extreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've been spending a lot of time in America, and I, uh, it's, it's, I'm all about that life now, bro. That accent will never do, 007. How could mm. you integrate into our s- society? <laughs> society can shove it, man. I mean yeah. alone, bro, and I am going to get it done the way I get it done. And if that means just blowing, capping people in the face, no charm whatsoever, that's how no. it happens. I, well, I never, 007, being a double agent isn't about operating alone and being a rogue. It's about the team. Sure, you go out into the world and do everything alone after you start, but you have to check in with M, who is me. You have to check in with Q, who is in the next sub-level. There's at least two people you need to check in with. It's a team. I, I almost called you Q, so thank you for clarifying. What? <laughs> what? I'm M. Q is a completely different letter. Hmm. Yeah, it's I don't... round with a tail. Well, you can kiss this tail... Goodbye, because I am a solo, bro, all right? I am just, I don't need you. I don't need you. I, I was going to say I never, but if this is the second time now since this conversation started, so it would not be true, because I have at least once experienced this kind of conduct. So I'm, ha- I'm happy to be here at uh, the September Zine Fest, and I want you to, to, to let you know uh, that if you're interested in reading my zine, it's called Hustler Magazine. You can totally check it out. It's got the best pics of naked ladies you've ever seen. Hi, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be here at Zine Fest. Uh, I represent Seattle with a D Magazine. Uh, we have all the hottest ads in the Seattle metro area. It's all ads about Seattle and Seattle businesses. There's no content besides ads. <laughs> I'm happy to be here from uh, Sub Pop uh, Zine, and uh, I, what I do in the zine is I review all of the uh, uh, soda pops that uh, are, don't quite live up to muster. For example, Sago uh, Moon Mist, which is the the uh, you know terrible version of Mountain Dew produced out in Detroit, or or possibly you, you might want to be interested in a review I have of RC Cola, uh, which is just the worst cola that's ever made. I'm happy to be here at Zine Fest representing Hot Dog on a Stick Quarterly. Uh, <laughs> this quarter, 
You'll find an insert. You've heard of hot dog on a stick. Well, now hot dog in a stick. We've included flavor-infused examples of our sticks that have our three new flavors we're toying with for the next quarter. Just uh, stick them to your tongue and feel what the future of hot dog being on a stick could feel like. Mm-hmm. I'm from Hot Topic. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here at ZineFest. I'm, uh, I'm from Hot Topic month, uh, quarterly, and uh, I just want to, uh, you know, spread the uh, semi, you know, corporate, well, absolutely corporate, uh, semi-goth lifestyle to the masses. Happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy to represent... For the September Zine Fest, I'm happy to present uh, my zine, Timeline Zine, where I went through all of my old notebooks from high school history class, and I just whittled it down to just only the timelines that I had to study for all of my classes, so that you can just flip through page after page of the Renaissance or old American history. Very cool. Timelines are awesome. Hi, I'm happy to be here at Zine Fest. I represent Zine Scene. We're the magazine that comes out every hour on the hour regarding Zine Fest itself. If there's a development happening at the scene of the Zine Fest, you'll find the Zine Best inside Zine Scene because Zine Scene covers the Zine Scene. Ooh. Hey, uh, Brian, get the... Uh, get the... Um, the, 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 our living chef, okay, get our living chef to bring us our dinner, Brian. The TV show's about to start. Yes, Keith. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I called you Keith again. I know you want to be called by your game pro nom de plume. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. The, 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 uh, the, the pause button. And you're like, a, it's spelled P-A-W-S and you're like a anime dog avatar yes. <laughs> yes my icon is included in all of my reviews and in all of my articles the pause oh, yes. i apologize and, you know, pause when people, when people are you know they're flipping through uh game pro magazine sometimes they need to just okay take a moment to themselves you know get a little bit of a refresher and read a little bit from the pause button okay they don't need stuff like action coming at them non-stop <laughs> you know uh, the, some readers because i know you put your own work out there trying to you know to, to to expand your career like the readers some of them have theorized that the reason you pause so much isn't because you're reflective it's because you're not good at video games what <laughs> yeah what um message board on the arpanet are you visiting <laughs> That is telling you these vicious lies. Oh, it's no, it's just a little known zine that I, I I've been known what? to frequent. Okay. Here, well, you know here what? Here is here is your encrusted salmon with Dorito dust, uh, accompanied by the Mountain Dew uh, Pinot Grigio combination sangria. Uh, Thank you. That, could you would you like anything else, sirs? Uh, thank you, Barman D, but I would also like a little bit of relish dip, please, obviously. Of course, sir. How could I forget? I'll be right back. I can't believe GamePro and, and being on the staff gives you this lavish lifestyle. I thought print was dying. It allows me, yeah, I, I really love it. It allows me to select button whatever dinner I want. <sighs> I swear, if you review every bite and you pause as is per your mm-hmm. brand, I don't know what I'm going to yep. do. 
Look, your your Yoshi uh, green relish made from uh, five year fermented uh, pickle, uh, pickled cucumber. Here you mm-hmm. go. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you so much, Carmody. Of course. Uh, <sighs> and I'm only Barman. here still because it can't cancel my lease. <laughs> yes. Well, you you know what? You should a be you should be a speed runner like me and make sure that you get your lease done on time. Speed <laughs> run through a lease? Are there glitches I can take advantage of? It's a contract. Hey, hey, to know that you need to get into our tips and tricks of the trade page, usually in the back of Gingo. <laughs> But also, if we're, since we're having a roomy meeting now, it's exhausting when you're, the other editors come over and I have to call them by their stupid names. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know what? Sometimes uh, the reset detective, okay, he's real sensitive about that because he doesn't like his, his, you know, his given name reminds him of his troubled relationship with his parents. <laughs> Please don't yeah, call I know, me by what? my given name. Please. Yeah. Oh, Reset detective. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were there, but I guess your backstory makes sense. You wish you could reset your childhood. Yes. Reset hey, my life. Hey everyone. Can I hit the pause button real quick? Okay. Hey, Brian, just, just, Brian, just so we're clear, it's paused everyone. Okay. The reset detective's actual name is Carmichael. Okay. So it's, it's we're you paused. Said you wouldn't say it again. We were paused Carmichael. Okay. We were paused. <laughs> we, we are paused. Yeah. We're paused Carmichael. You need to relax. Okay, unpause. Well, how about if we're no? How about I pause this and say, y- your articles are ghostwritten and everyone knows it. Unpause. Uh, okay, I, I think the problem here is that in modern online games you can't pause. So even if you hit start or escape, <laughs> the game is still going. Yeah. That's right. And, and besides, besides reset detective, uh, y- your name is the reset detective. You can only reset it. That's your thing. Lay off the pause button. That's me and my anime dog stuff. <laughs> I also don't like that you guys all wear shirts with your avatars on them and have to make eye contact mm-hmm. with the shirt. I hate that. Hey, you well, you gotta give you gotta give pause the pause dog a little respect, okay? Oh. Yeah. Okay, oh. hey, dude. What? Is that I'm detective not... slang? Yeah, I've never heard that. <laughs> that's not that's not hey, detective slang. Hey, dude. Hey, yeah, hey, dude is coming up. After uh, Nick, oh, Nick Arcade, okay? No. So, you don't even pull- like the show. You just like reviewing it poorly. I, no, look, I, I like this show, okay? But this is the beginning of the show before they get inside of the arcade Ooh. unit. So it's okay to talk through this part of the show. Because this part of the show is boring. It's just like a normal game show. <laughs> it takes three hours to watch a half-hour episode of Hey Dude with you because of all this pausing and reviewing. <laughs> well... Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you, you, you got to know about what the kind of subtext Melody is, is given off when she when she interacts with anyone at the <laughs> Barnon Ranch. <laughs> oh, man. see, you can't even properly absorb the details of the plot because you're too busy reviewing every second. No. I know that there's a love triangle between Melody, the other character who's a boy, and the other character who's a girl. Oh. Okay, I didn't have you pick up on that. <clears throat> you you were right, uh, dude. Um, I pivoted hard, and uh, now I am the the head of highlights 
magazine. Oh. And it's all thanks what? to you. Well, uh, good. I, 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 um, I am really glad because I have, re I just read the most recent Timber Toes here, and I really love the oatmeal boring nature of the, of the story of this wood family. Yeah, I try to, I try to keep those light. Um, I try to keep the heavier stuff in the fine spot, the differences pages. Mm -hmm. um, I, there's a lot of uh, implied uh, malaise in, in between yeah. the, the forest. Well, scenes. you had that gun in the, in the hide the pictures <laughs> picture and, and that right. severed head. Yeah. And that guy doing a slam dunk, which was on brand. <laughs> hey, hey I'm, I'm not interrupting anything, am I? No, 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 no it's just, just a partner's meeting. Yeah, yeah okay. Goof is here. I just wanted to renegotiate my contract. I'm getting a mm. bum deal every month. Hey, look, <laughs> Timothy, you can't, you can't let Goofus push you around like that. I mean, a gallant is really the guy who's bringing people in. He's bringing the readers. You've got to get this clown okay. out of here. That, that's not fair. Look, the antics I have to do are all ha-ha funnies, but I give a lot of my income to charity. Gallant blows it in real life on stuff that Goofus would supposedly do. Well, I, I you know, I don't care how you spend – you're on thin ice is all I can say. Uh, Bradley here what? has been telling me to get rid of you for years, and I, he hasn't steered me wrong once. And I, I, I don't right. want to. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm very concerned that your goofy antics are a little bit too extreme, okay? They almost make me want to reach for a, a glass of Mountain Dew, and we can't have that. That's the we, dynamic of, of the Goofus and Gallant no, page. No, right there, no, we pivoted right there, hard away from that. Right there, just the word <laughs> dynamic is far too extreme, okay? That's like, no, that's yeah. like a lot to take in. So, is it just going to be Gallant now and he just does boring stuff? Hmm. Hey, are, <laughs> we, are you – do you own that idea? Do you think we could take that from you? No, yeah. no. You should have not said that out loud because we are just going to do that without you now. No, Gallant <laughs> is a creep in real life. These are characters we play in the strip, but in real life we have opposite personalities. I'm telling you. Uh, you know, um, I, I really feel like um, that uh, Gallant, um, when, you go to, when you go to the back and you look at Highlights Magazine where it's our page where little kids – sending their drawings and things. It is almost always gallant fan fan pictures and fan stuff going on there. It's almost never always. I, almost look, always. I know. I know. That's the point. Goofus is supposed to be the fall guy, the villain, whatever you want, the yang to that yin. I understand. But that's not yeah. who we really are. Look, this this two this these <laughs> this eye concept of two things instead of one thing. I think two things is like too advanced for our preschool readers. We should <laughs> really like extreme. One. Yeah, that's right. We we're dry, we're really pushing them away here, and um, you know we want to be forced upon children when they're at a dentist's office. We we don't yeah. want to be the last resort, though. Yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. I'll pivot. I'll pivot. I can compromise with you guys. Whoa. A goofus Whoa. page and a gallant page. Whoa, hey. 
That pivot is a lot like a 360 I used to see people do on a skateboard. And this is getting my stomach all queasy. And I can't have a queasy oh. before I go to the dentist. Do you want to give kids heart attacks here? You, 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 you just want to give them that deep feeling of just, just extreme heartache, knowing something went wrong between Goofus and Gallant, yeah. and now they're apart. Sometimes kids need a jolt. They have to grow up sometime. It, it'll be like when parents have a wow. dumb voice. That's something they can relate to. Whoa. No. Jolt Cola is forbidden, okay? Oh. Here highlights, highlights, highlights Magazine. We're all about skim <coughs> milk. Shit. I'm choking on this skim milk I'm drinking. <coughs> now, 007, I'll be accompanying you for the entirety of this mission to make sure no rough stuff happens. That's whatever, bro. I... It, I, you know, I can be cool without you, and that's totally like with you, in spite of you, is what I meant. So, yeah, if you want to be the third wheel when I'm shagging a lady, go right ahead and be there. I'll have you recall, 007, you are on probation. This is your last chance to prove yourself. <laughs> I uh, pull my sunglasses down and wink at the camera. Well, dude, <laughs> I'm putting you on probation. You have until the end of the mission to redeem yourself, 007. Now, here comes your contact. She's a svelte 22-year-old world-renowned astrophysicist who also has the cure for cancer in her briefcase. She has clear skin and platinum blonde hair, and she's conventionally attractive to everyone worldwide. Nice lady. I sure hope I don't mess this up. What are you getting at? Why did you talk like that, Dumbledore? What are you winking at? What are you getting at, Dumbledore? Hello, uh, hello there, uh, contacts. My name is um, Candy Pants. Uh, how are you doing today? Hello, Doctor Pants. This is Dumbledore Seven. I'm M. Oh, what a cute Sup, name! Babe. Sup, babe. You ready to go oh. for a ride? Oh, anything that gives me whiplash, I'm all aboard for. <laughs> no, 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 Dr. Pants, what are you referring to here? Are you actually on board this behavior? Oh, yes. I, if, if it gets my hair a tussle, then I am all for it. Because as you can see, just like any regular scientist, I am a beautiful woman in her early 20s. Here, why don't you take this, why don't you take this Garnier Fructis mousse? Wink. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, no, that, that mousse is a powerful reagent. You're only supposed to use it to melt out of prison bars. Oh, oops. My bad. Uh, my scalp is melting. My scalp is my beautiful life. I hate to think what... I'd hate to think what I put on the bars of that jail I got out of. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god, it's really burning me. Um, oh, well, uh, 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 007, you, you, you killed your contact, but you did not try to have relations with her, and so technically you're still above board of the MI6. It's, bur- 
It's burning it down into my scientist's brain. I'm all of my science knowledge is being burned away. Oh, she's still alive. Double seven. I still have a chance. I'm and this lie. day is not over. Wink. Double seven. What are you? Why do you keep winking? And why are you doing it with your glasses on? I just have a problem since the first one. Ah! <laughs> the, only, the only people who can see you wink with your sunglasses on are the agents at MI6 who get the readout of the camera facing your eyes. <laughs> well, sometimes you do one for them and one for me. <laughs> what? What does that mean? You always say these these catchphrases like "die another day" or "drive yesterday's car" or or um, "moonraker" from, from Russia with love, yes. thunderball. Yes. Oh no, she's just spouting nonsense. It's reached her brain. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm glad you guys are here. We just need to come up. Like okay. We've really gone through all of the novels, the James Bond novels by Ian Fleming. We've used all the titles. Okay. We've even used the weird ones, like Quantum of Solace, right? That doesn't make any sense. But we need some more titles for the next big James Bond adventure. Uh, so hit, hit me with them, you executives at Canon Films? I don't know. That's not right. <laughs> what about... Hey, we we invited James... the Canon films here, by the way. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, how about this one? James Bond and the gun that fit inside his shoe. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm going to write that one down. Here's what it's about. Uh, He's a mm-hmm. spy. He's got a gun. Guess what? Mm. It fits in his shoe. Oh. So people can't see it. Can he... When you were explaining it, I thought the gun was going to pop out of his glove, but then you completely blindsided me. <laughs> that was, mm-hmm. I think people are in for a surprise. Can he use the shoe? Uh, can he jam it, kick someone in the, in the butt? You know what I'm saying? And um, yep. use that to, sh- yeah, good. We don't find out about that ability until the third act. Oh, but it's there. Of, the sh- of the shoe? So you're not going to yeah. use the first two acts to establish that it's a normal shoe? You're going to use the first two acts to establish that it's a gun shoe? Yes. If you see a gun shoe on a character in the first act, Chekhov's James Bond rule says in the third act you have to show the special features. That's good. That's good. I like Wait. that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> how but about, that's just uh, one James Bond. <laughs> yeah. No, how about uh, Moon Mopper? Uh, and wow. so he, uh, he's once again in space. This time he uh, has to fight uh, a janitor gone rogue who's in charge of mm. the International Space Station. Um, yeah. and, and the big weapon uh, at the end is the, the, um, the mop bucket. Uh, he puts it on the, the villain's head and uh, that uh, actually is uh, it's rocket powered, so it, it launches the, the the janitor's head off into space. But mm. he has to have a pithy one-liner. He says yeah. when that happens. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Like, like, uh, looks like you're going to outer space. <laughs> That's good. Or, some, that, or, I, or, or maybe uh, 
Tails, I win. Suds, you lose. Yeah! Yeah, or, or uh, in my last adventure, I had a gun that fit in my shoe. <laughs> but not or, in this one. Or, you're not my buddy. Uh, you're not my pale. Yeah! I like wow. it. Wow. Blindsided. Uh, Is Blindsided another James Bond adventure? That's right. I've already written it down, so we better come up with something. It's about an assassin who's the most accurate shot in the world, as long as he's aiming straight forward. Hmm. Yes. And he has to be blinded also, I, I think. James has to approach him from the side. Oh, mm. yes. Oh, ah. I'm, mm. I'm sorry. I should clarify. James Bond, the, a double, the secret <laughs> agent. Yes. Not, somebody, not James McAvoy or uh, uh, James Doohan. Mm. I, was, I was imagining James rolling up in his giant peach to get to the blind side. <laughs> You know, some I'm, lateral move with his piece. I'm not, I, I ain't mad at it. If, if Q can make a pen that's also a laser, he can make a peach that's also a giant peach. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the audience will love it. It fits right in with everything else. Do we really make James Bond movies for the audience? Or let's be honest, do we make it for ourselves and just the satisfaction of extending cinema? Yeah. No, it's about us. Yeah, I, the reason that I make James Bond films is so that people buy more high-fructose Garnier shampoo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We place it in every film. <laughs> right. Remember in, in Squeeze Me Twice when the Bond girl was just a bottle of it, just a human-sized <laughs> bottle of it? Yes. And remember in... in in uh, uh, lift, <laughs> lift me my heart. Um, when James Bond drinks uh, the name brand Heineken drink, and then he spits it out because it was replaced with with fructose Garnier shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Who could forget the classic yeah. moment? Yeah, remember, remember at the beginning of Her Majesty's Secret Shampoo when the gun barrel was really just the sight out of the top of a Garnier <laughs> bottle? Yes. Uh, do you remember in uh, that underwater sequence in Thunderball where they're all swimming around with scuba gear and it turns out they're not in the Atlantic Ocean? They're really just in a big vat of Garnier's Fructose Shampoo? <laughs> Yes, and then James ups the sud factor so they can't see where they're going, and he gets away. Yes, that's exactly the way a international spy uses his knowledge of physics to save the day. I do feel like we, we forgot to put a love scene, though, because there's just 30 minutes of him lathering his hair. Yes. Stop. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, uh, Brian, uh, uh, Brian, that, uh, listen, um, I gotta tell you the, uh, our chef, our living chef, uh, he's, uh, apparently he's, he's, he's gonna be taking a couple of days off. Um, apparently he's, oh. he's got some sort of international 
conspiracies he's checking out or something. I didn't I didn't quite catch it. I was what is he? That guy who's always washing yeah. his hair when he wasn't making food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I yeah. He, he he smelled so beautiful, and I love the way his his hair smell wafted through out of the kitchen. Where is he even from? I could never quite put my finger on it. He's from the Anglosphere somewhere, but like which part? Um, I uh, I don't know. I mean, GamePro magazine only delivers uh, oh. magazines within, within the uh, the continental United States. So none of the maps I own currently have the Anglosphere on it. These are very eight bit maps. These don't look like they were meant for actual navigation or research. No. These are like insert promos mm-hmm. that you got from developers. Right. Right. Well, they're mainly used to distribute GamePro magazine uh, to, you know, to, to, to magazine distros and, and, you know, subscribers and things of that nature. Um, <laughs> also, by the way, you know, GamePro magazine does not review educational games. So I, I haven't gotten my hands on uh, Carmen Sandiego at all. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that, but like your definition of educational games is really broad, and a lot of the readers have written in, and they think that if you're not good at a game, you just label it educational. Yeah. Well, hey. Ring. 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 Oh, wait. I'll get it. I, uh, it's my name on the lease, so I'll be the one getting the door. <laughs> oh. hey, hey, come on in. Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh, come in. Hello? Hello, ahoy. I um, ahoy, hoy, indeed. I uh, I'm from Highlights Magazine, and I've been hmm. uh, I've been reading your reviews in Game Pro Magazine, and I am just I have to have you on our team. You are just blowing it away with educational yeah. game reviews, and that yeah. is the angle we are missing. That is going to put us in every market. Oh. We're gonna make it all the way to Europe. I did. Oh, that, that's great. I'm really looking to expand my knowledge of, of the 8-bit world. Um, but uh, so, so if my understanding is correct, Highlights Magazine recently got rid of the number two because it was too complicated and then just went down to the number one. And now you've decided to eliminate all education from your magazine? That's correct. We're just going purely entertainment uh, and uh, culture review. We cut to the first meeting of highlights for European children, Maggie. (laughs) We have to adapt Goofus en galant for the European market to make it make sense for our children. Oh, yes. Uh, We need to uh, have it be adapted so that my European child will understand that uh, Galant is to be emulated and Goofus is to be avoided. Galant (laughs) is uh, smoke uh, 10 cigarettes a day. Yes, that is a uh, galant thing for him to do, and he must be drinking his whole wine. Oh, uh, I, we, 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 I insist they include a siesta time in between the cigarettes. I think we all agree. Good idea. It's a good idea to add. That sounds like a fantastic idea. What is Goofus going to do to show that he is uh, to be avoided? <laughs> Well, uh, uh, Goofus, he must never uh, eat American or French fry. Oh, never. No. 
Oh, and they wait, also... wait. Ooh. Goofus Go never ahead. eats them? Just, just double checking. Goofus does. Goofus is the bad one, right? Uh, Goofus? Uh, let's, let, me, let me see. Goofus, uh, he should be eating a quarter pounder with cheese constantly. Yes. He is the American. I do not understand what a quarter pounder is. I have no idea. It is a, a pound is an American version of a meter. I believe. So it's a quarter meter long sandwich. Well, I know, th- I know, I know there is meat in the hamburger. I just. Yes. What is a sandwich? We have bocadillos. We have no uh, sandwich. It's, it's two pizzas squished together face to face. Ah, aha, aha. That is a sandwich. <laughs> it is too much. Suddenly there, suddenly their door explodes and then. Uh, yeah, James Bond is. <laughs> oh my! Oh my goodness! <laughs> Did someone order lunch? Tableau Seven, I told you to knock at least. You blew the door clean off its hinges. <laughs> hey, but, uh, hey, M. It looks like your hair is getting a little out of control. Why don't you take this wink? I don't know. Well, how thoughtful. I don't care. Oh, no! You winks! That means that... Oh, my brain and my administration and knowledge. It's melting away! Oh, uh... Hey, uh, listen to James Bond. Uh, look, we're just a humble magazine creators here. We're, we're not an international cabal that needs to be broken into <laughs> and, and spy stuff happen at... That's right. I don't Not know everyone any... in the accent is a villain. <laughs> I, you know what? You just made my day. And then I, <laughs> James Bond, pulls out a a, a shotgun and just <laughs> mows down the room. Oh, <laughs> and. See, Brian, this is why this is the the very best James Bond game because it immediately gets into the first-person shooter aspect, and it just has nothing to do with gathering intelligence or you know. Yeah, you're true. Yeah, I haven't gathered any intelligence watching this happen. Exactly. Intelligence is the enemy of video games and magazines, Brian, and Nickelodeon too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the lesson. That's the lesson. Yeah. That James Ooh, Bond magazine, please. <laughs> James Bond Junior was a Cartoon Network show, so that doesn't his, fit. No, his American no, nephew. Is that what James Bond? He's American. James Bond Junior is. His Ameri- it's his American nephew at like an academy Holy for like spies or something. This is not good. 65, 65 episodes. Mm-hmm. That's James insane. There's a, there's a Super Nintendo game. Of course. James Bond, Ju- James Bond Jr. 003 and a half. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Everybody go emulate uh, James Bond Jr. for Super Nintendo report back, uh, send a review to GamePro, uh, Nintendo Power, 
whoever will take your 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 uh, review. Uh, kudos <laughs> to you, to Chris and Steve. Um, I at the beginning tried to write stuff down. <laughs> uh, I wrote down Warp Sense and <laughs> Game Pro Tip. <laughs> uh, so great job on both of those and to all of the scenes and uh, games we did that you both participated yeah. in yeah yeah that was a good time yeah that was great I have and, a general kudos like across the platform oh I'm sorry if you had yeah. another one no 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 please it seems like as people use Uzumir more and everything we're getting better at like more coherent like sets and it, it less less um of the the recordings end with like and then god showed up in person like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i like, agree it's more subtle there's more there's more nuance now i mean the nuance is james bond mowing down highlights <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's no, a shock very that 100% yeah, makes sense yeah, I know. In the world, I, it was grounded. Yeah. <laughs> I think you kind yeah, of like, you, you kind of like, after a while, you burn out sort of like those kind of large, weird transitions or whatever, and then you kind of almost have to kind of be paying attention to what is going on because that's kind of what you have to draw from is, is actually what's been happening because, <laughs> you know, you, you burnt out all your zaniness or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I um, I my class is ending. My UCB class is ending, but I'm gonna suggest they try out the platform, like Eric was saying, trying to proselytize and get more people to be using it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, hopefully we'll see other people, uh, other improvisers join. And uh, yeah, I wonder if I think it was Bay yesterday, or was it? The main 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 main. One of them said they came from the Reddit, so I wonder if they came from that post you made, Steve, uh, uh, about the Herald. I wonder if that brought them to Discord. What's funny about that is I totally posted the wrong time and everything. Uh, Yeah, well, (laughs) on the last on the last week, um, yeah, I posted about the Herald thing on like I posted like an hour before with the wrong time, so. Yeah, but there's a name like, out there. Yeah. I, yeah, I, made, made somebody, um, I met VR. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Mm. I want to put it on Reddit. I, on, on that improv subreddit, I, <laughs> I posted an article about, um, from uh, Rolling Stone about QAnon, and everyone got mad because <laughs> the article was, a, uh, it started out uh, comparing QAnon believers to improvisers because they have to like uh, improvise to make sense uh, of uh, <laughs> And people me. got so mad that it was they got compared to QAnon believers. <laughs> link it to me. Link it to me. I want. I'm bringing. I'm gonna get mad for sure. You shouldn't do this, but I want to read it. <laughs> it's a bad article. The person was definitely trying to be funny, um, and uh, they were disparaging improv. And, um, but it was definitely just interesting seeing that comparison because it is, it is true. Like they have to, they are good. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like 
one of my, I have a friend who, uh, you know, he, he's not fond of improv, but like, like he does like D and D a lot and he like really uh-huh. fights against that D and D is even similar to improv at all. Mm-hmm. But it's, but it's like, I can also kind of see where it's like, you know, anything creative, it doesn't mean it, it's improv. Like, you know, like writing a yeah. novel, I mean, doing improv and having a background in improv probably would help you write a novel, but that doesn't yeah. mean like they're the same, you know, or, yeah. or I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, making video games is like improv because you have to like, like, you know, not all creative. Slow it down. I mean, you know, Slow it down. <laughs> there's, over, there's overlaps between all forms of art. I think, you know, if you want to look at them and, and broadly, yeah. you know, te- teaching, oh. typing. Reality. <laughs> teaching, uh, teaching typing software is improv. Reality TV <laughs> is improv. Uh, uh, country music is improv. It's all yeah. improv. <laughs> yeah. Always has been. <laughs> and the thing, and the thing about improv and QAnon is that okay. Sometimes improv is, you know what? Oh, actually, the only things I think I've been downvoted on is like you ever bring up how like cult-like improv is on the oh, improv yeah. subreddit. Yeah, they down don't there. like that. Which makes you double down on, oh yeah, this isn't this isn't cult like at all <laughs> when you right. downvote me for even suggesting that it is. Yeah. There used to, yeah. There yeah. used to be like uh, or go ahead, sorry. No, no. I was gonna say I'm gonna link this article to people and say, I'm done with you guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm never coming back to the theater. I don't care if there's a vaccine. I'm done. If this is what this is about, no thanks. <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm, I'm putting this on on our Discord. Yes. <laughs> Somebody even commented on the on the Rolling Stone article. Uh, the first oh, one really? is like this is yeah they're like this sounds like uh, what'd she say? Um, oh where'd it go? Okay, so many ads. The example of yes and provided here sounds like what two people who've never done improv before would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There is this. Uh, so funny. Yes and is always is also just problematic in my mind. Where is where are you reading? The real oh, you're article. Oh, okay, I was reading that Reddit comments. Okay, never yeah. mind. <laughs> Someone said that argument on the subreddit though. They're um, not yes ending properly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The cult. Yeah. Oh, go for it. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was go just ahead. gonna say the cult argument is so funny because uh, we're we're ending a session based on a form created by someone who very much in a joking way said they helped L. Ron Hubbard come up with Scientology. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's probably yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cults, cults are like improv. Cults? <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm out of here. I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go, go worship to QAnon. QAnon. <laughs> yeah, me too. I gotta go. I gotta get my engrams audited. Like <laughs> oh, have, you done, have, you ever, have you ever had an e-reading or what do they call it? Is it an e-reading? Yeah, from e-reading. My my yeah. friends have. I was put in a different room. Whoa! <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. Have you? Oh yeah, they're like at like you know like there'll be an outdoor festival and there'll be like 
Scientologist. <laughs> She was so not interested in selling it to me. Like, it sucked. I <laughs> at all. Interesting. How did it go? I felt like you could move the little indicators anywhere and it would change. Like, it's all, I don't, who, who the hell knows what it's reading, right? It, but it's like, yeah, I felt very, like, I wasn't good enough for her cult because she did not try. She knew I wasn't going to be serious. <laughs> Sounds like a Herald audition. Oh. Am I right? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> boo, boo. <laughs> or whatever, that's uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Sega! Wow, 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 wow.